Hi, welcome to the Put On Podcast. My name is Kisi, K-I-S-S-I and another I. A shining light, purpose driver, podcaster with a difference and a blogger. You can also add foodie too. Who doesn't like food, <laughs> especially free food? So on this podcast, I will put on the lights on certain issues that we tend to forget or tend to neglect. I'll be sharing with you major bands, gist and gossip. I also want to show you that you don't have to be at the top to make a difference. Also, I'll be dishing out my thoughts on certain trending topics. Yes, my thoughts. I understand that they might not conform or be in line with what you think or know. That's cool. But it'd be also cool if you listen and give constructive criticism. This is a podcast series where everything is talked about. Absolutely everything is talked about. No this and no peace. Everything is targeted at your mind. Always guard your mind. Welcome to the Put On Podcast. Yo, what's up, people? What's up, beautiful ladies and gentlemen? I go by the name Kisi. You all know me. If you're regular to this podcast, you already know I am K-I-S to the I and another I. And this is the put on podcast if you've been following me all through my social media platforms you would have noticed i put out an artwork there saying i'll be having an awesome guest with me on this podcast today and we'll be talking too much about books for those lovers of books you need to gather around share this link if you're listening now tell your friends about this podcast because this episode is going to be fantastic if you've not listened to the last episode i I dished out do well to go back and listen because that one also is super amazing Without any further ado and wasting much of your time because we don't want to waste too much time on this episode, I'd like my guest to introduce himself. He is spectacular. He is amazing. If you've seen that talk, you know his name already, but I'd like him to do the introduction himself. (laughs) Thank you very much. Um, Good to have everybody here listening to us right now on this podcast. My name is Emeka Nobis. I am a writer first and foremost. I'm a business consultant. I'm the CEO of Switch Path Consulting, a company that is responsible for helping organizations to be able to set up the right kinds of culture that will help them stay profitable. Um, I'm married to one wife mm. and I have <laughs> authored 14 books. Wow. I'm okay. on my 15th book now. Before you go into all the books you've written for now, um, yeah. so many persons out there will want to know the meaning of nobis because, okay, yeah. li- Nigerians know what Emeka is. Okay. Yeah, so many persons will want to know what no- Me, myself, I'd like to know what nobis is. You, your Emeka nobis. <laughs> so what's the full thing of But I'll tell you, that name has really been... Let me say, that name has grace. Let me say that. Oh, really? Because that name has opened a lot of doors for me. Um, particularly because individuals are like, is he Nigerian? Is yeah. he Italian? Well, uh, my great grandfather um, used to answer Wadinobi. Um, okay. That's Igbo language. Okay. And it, mean, it, it means the son in the heart. That's what it means. The son in the heart. You know, like the okay. son who is in someone's heart. In heart yeah. But when my great grandfather was was working for the Irish missionaries, the, the Reverend Fathers from 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 Ireland, um, they couldn't pronounce the name correctly. And um, in the Catholic Church, you, 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 I know you must have heard the, the, those songs, or oh, Nobis, Nobis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. okay. So the now, you know, as a form of fun, they started calling him Nobis. Nobis. And he just talked, and the guy liked it. And that's how the whole thing has come down to our generation. And I'm glad, like, when I was in university, I was the only guy mentioned Nobis. No other person. No other person answers Nobis. In the whole of government secondary school, where I was there, 
I was the only novice, no other person. Then my my younger brother came in. He now became the only novice there, just, just like that. <laughs> you know, then they also attended the university where I attended. Okay. So it's been like that. Yeah, there's some other people who answer that, but... Novice? Yeah. I've not heard, though. Oh, there's novice market uh, somewhere in Imo State. Um, it's oh. not a uni... It's not really a very popular name, so to say, but it's quite distinctive. And, I and think unique. I like it, like... Let me, okay, let me be plain. I've been a fan of your work for, right from when I was in secondary school. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. I've been hearing Emeka Nobis <laughs> on radio. Like, there's one event somewhere and Emeka Nobis will be there. You spoke on radio one, one time. Yeah, ago. I mean, 2018, I was on radio I for six months. I thought this Every month. Monday consists, you know, consecutively like that. I didn't miss one Monday. Every yeah. Monday. 8 to 10 on uh, Nigeria Info. Info, so yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was an amazing time. I've been, I've been a yeah. big fan. Like, the name Emeka Nobis talk. So when I when I came when I came regular on Facebook, I'm like, okay, I got to know few persons. And when the um, linking up, let me put it that way, when the linking up, um, that, that should be Sajud, when oh, he okay. do, did the linking up about the podcasting, I was like, oh wow, really? My actually, will I even say role model? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like someone I look up to. I'll be having. It's really amazing. So um, what we do on this podcast regularly, though, is. Um, we let the guest introduce himself and tell us more about himself. That's in a way we would like you to talk about your career, your career journey thus far. How has it been for you from when you started till this particular point? Just give us a a brief stuff about your career, your the journey of your career thus far. Okay, so um, I when I left the university, I got a job. Or I let okay, I finished my youth service and I got a job with. Saipem Contracting Nigeria Limited, which is okay. one of the leading oil servicing companies when it has to do with um, offshore construction. And um, it was in the first year when I got the job that I began to have this tearing in my heart to do something bigger. Yes, I had a degree in mechanical engineering. I was I was trained by the company. I started hold, you know, handling teams and handling projects while on site. But it was on the one of the um, my journeys to Italy at the time that i began to have this tear in my heart that there's something bigger something more to do uh, and then i began to journey into myself and i began to realize okay i got a gift of, of writing first and foremost and th- then i could speak but i wasn't so proficient the way that i am right now yeah so um that journey to myself began to make me realize that there was much more that i could achieve much more that i could do outside the the four walls let me put it the four <laughs> walls of the company where i used to work at the time so um, i began to expose myself i began to express myself particularly on social media okay and so i would share my thoughts share my ideas share what i felt share my perspective share my opinions and all that on social media for one year i wasn't really having any form of um um recognizable presence so to say okay you were not recognized as much as you should exactly you know but i kept at it i was i was every day showing up and creating and putting out there i kept on doing it and then in 2011 i wanted to write a book you know actually that was what you know spurred me on to this present moment so i wanted to write a book and i finished the manuscript and sent it to the company in the u.s and they replied me that they don't publish africans i reached out to their company yeah and um in italy and they they read my manuscript and they said to me that i was an economic risk that they couldn't publish me basically because it was it was an economic decision actually because at the time people who knew me you know um not to talk of outside of outside of nigeria you yeah. know so um i ended up borrowing money and published the book by myself here in nigeria i borrowed, I borrowed the money from my company where i used to work and i published the book here 
and um, the book didn't really sell well so i didn't write any other book again i ended up giving away 800 copies of the book for free because i didn't know what to do no i didn't know jack about about marketing so i give away all the copies of the books uh, 800, 800 copies sorry and um 800 copies yeah so i didn't write again until 2017 so 2017 between 2011 to 2017 i learned a whole lot about marketing you know from people outside of nigeria from seminars from books i was reading and all that and by the time i launched back again on the scene in 2017 within three months i had written an ebook and i sold it and i made three million in two uh, in three months right um so three million then, in yeah two in months three, in three months three months 90 days yeah so ever since wow. then i've been writing books i've been on the journey um building my company alongside my consulting company because people need to realize that you can build a company based on the book. That's what a lot of people don't understand. So okay. my company is my expression. My company is an expression of who I'm a kind of business. Having left um, the, the, the engineering, the engineering firm yeah. to business consulting. So um, it's, all, it's all an expression of me. Okay, um, quick one. How did you transit, like the transition from an engineer to consulting? How did it work for you? Yeah, because I knew I had the gift. You know, at the time I was writing and I was putting out content. How okay. um, then most of the content I was putting out then in the company were were based on people who were building careers okay. and how they could do better their jobs, how they could relate with their bosses, how they could um, juggle life and work and family and church and all those kind of things. Okay, so the, yeah. the, the content you were putting out then was not um, what's it called? Was not engineering related? No, no, it wasn't engineering related. No, okay. it wasn't engineering related. I was writing in, on this subject, this, okay. this core concepts. You know, so people are beginning to get get results. So people will read my stuff and they come back. Oh, I'm having a great relationship with my boss now. Oh, my job is better because I read this from you. Oh, I'm now able to juggle my life and my and my family better. And I mean, it was fun. People were not coming to me to ask me questions. And that is the basics of consulting. If people are able to come to ask you your perspectives, your opinion on something, and you give them, and they're able to use that thing to get results in their own lives, you're already consulting. That's the truth. Because you've laid a path for them to follow to be able to get a a recognizable result okay. so that was it for me so but i realized that there is a talent of something but there is the business of the talent itself so you could be you could be you could be very gifted at something but if you don't understand how to build the business around that gift then you just be very passionate about it but you're not making money so i realized that i had the gift but i needed to, understand to make money about so yeah. i began to study i began to go to people who are actually doing consulting to learn from them and then um, I started attending trainings. I was paying. I was attending trainings. I was learning. I was building myself. And that was how you know I began to um, get on this journey up until today. Okay. Um, this question will, would be um, how would I put it? I think. Okay. Let, let me put it the way I'm supposed to put it, though. No need to rephrase. How did you become so good at what you do? Let's start from there. <laughs> becoming so good you need to realize that becoming so good takes um is a function of time okay is a function of dedication is a function of exploration so what do i mean time you need to give yourself time to be able to become good look at everybody who is good at what they do they didn't just become good overnight they became good because time passed okay you get yeah so look at them because time passed look at the footballers before they became great there was a passage of time. So they went from academy to the big football clubs and they started to train and then with passage of time, they become they became better. Look at all of them. Look at doctors who are consultants today. 
they 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 just don't get into the theater to start to operate people on people right there's a passage of time and then secondly is a function of your dedication also as i said so you have to dedicate your time and your energy and your resources to be able to put in the work on a daily basis if you hear the stories of people like um, tiger woods they, they will tell you that they were practicing on a daily basis listen to the stories of those who are great composers of our time of the beethovens yeah. they were they were practically on the micro i mean on the piano every, every time. day yeah, that's true those who are painting picasso on the red they were practically there every day mastering the strokes mastering their art and so um they don't do even though there is time involved but there has to be a dedication if you're not dedicated two years will pass by you're not skilled and then it's a function of also exploration so exploring is opening yourself up to be able to receive from the universe at the same time enter into places that will scare you what i mean by that there are certain things that you want to do now and you know that your body or yourself you want to express that is scary but you just have to do that so allowing yourself to to you know to explore to express to be able to to do things that normally you wouldn't have been accustomed to doing exploring the depths of yourself and your creativity that's what is going to make you to become skilled right so part of my exploration I never loved poetry. Okay. But I needed poetry to be able to write well. Because poetry has a way of condensing your thoughts into very small ways, into very few words that can pass across meanings that are emotionally laden. You get what I mean? So I it wasn't fun, but I had to go learn it. That's the exploration, that's the exploration I'm talking about. I had to go learn it. And then today, if you read my pieces, you see poetic elements. And that's how people enjoy my pieces online. They read from beginning to end because they are, they, are, they are poetic elements that I use. Yeah. That was as a result of me exploring to get better at what I do. So I said it's a function of time, function of dedication, and a function of exploration for you to be able to get... Um, okay. Um, one other question I would like to ask. Um, what's the most challenging thing? I, whether it's from the engineering perspective or the consulting perspective, what has been the major challenge you've gotten thus far? Well, the major challenge I've gotten thus far, like every other person in business, is just money. <laughs> you get what I mean? Yeah, there sure. are things I want to do. There are, right. there are, I want to be on billboards. I want to I want to explore. I want to go beyond Nigeria. I want to, you know, not virtually, but physically. Like, physically, yeah. In these places. I'm touring and getting to spread my message, getting to spread my philosophy. So money always has been a big challenge. So that, that's been your money, biggest challenge so far. Big, I don't think I have any other challenge when it comes to creation <laughs> or anything. I don't have a problem okay. with creation. I don't have a problem with uh, dedication. To okay. me, it's like I'm breathing. People okay. ask me, hey, Mika, how are you able to wake up every day and you create 10 pieces of content? To me, it's like breathing. It's like it's just like what I do without yeah. without any... I, I don't I don't freak about it. You get yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I do. But my key challenge is to be able to make the money that I really want to make to be able to spread as far as possible that I want. So you, t- you talked about um, traveling. You talked yeah. about traveling to other countries. Won't your family be a challenge traveling? No, or my you family. Or you you take them with you? No, no, no. My family can be a challenge for me to travel. Okay. You know, so um, I, have a, I have a stable family. I have a wife and I have domestic help. So help at home. Okay. So I travel and come back. Doesn't mean that I have to stay there for a long time. Um, if, in the, if in traveling and I find that, okay... Um, there's a need for me to take my family somewhere else. Okay. Then I can. But you know, um, I have a wife and I have three kids, and if I'm to be traveling, I can't. It's not 
does except have a private jet. Even those who have private jets don't take their families all the time, right? That's true. Right? So there's a purpose for the traveling. So I just go do my thing and then come back to the family again. So as long as there's a bond between me and my wife, um, there's an understanding, the kids are well taken care of, I can travel, travel, go do what I want to do, come back, and that's it. Okay. Um, this question, I think I, I, I normally ask um, all my guests, if you weren't doing what you were doing now, what would you be doing? Uh, but you know that and uh, that question may not be able to have an answer because you know what i tell people is that as i grow okay yeah they are they are it's like you're peeling away layers of your life and seeing things that you have never seen before so if i'm not doing what i'm doing now i don't even know what i would be doing next okay i just allow my like i tell individuals okay they say okay pursue a purpose ah be a purpose ah, there's a purpose for you and i tell individuals there are those who used to be priests before yeah true and today they're longer priests. They could be medical doctors or they could be even composers. Why? You will you now say that they're not living in their purpose? They are. So today, um, there are things that I'm doing today that, that I used to do many years ago that I'm not even doing now because I am evolving. I allow myself because I know that there's an evolution. And as I'm evolving, there are certain things that I will take on and start doing. Okay. You get what I mean? So yeah, um, for if the door opens tomorrow and there's something I see outside of the door, um, I could evolve into that thing. Who knows? So, for t- for the present, for the moment, this is what I've been called to do. This is what I have given myself to consistently doing. After, after all, I read engineering, mm. and my desire at the time was to rise to the pinnacle. I wanted to, you know, to to become uh, Korean registered, become a member of Nigerian Society of Engineers, then start reading to maybe perhaps become a professor. Or not. I was doing all that. I remember the day that I was filling my form for to be registered for by the Council of Regulation of Engineering in Nigeria, and I said to myself, Mm-mm, "Make I'm not going on." This. <laughs> and I why did you make Why did you make that decision then? Because I knew I wasn't going to continue. That's what I'm telling you. The evolution. At that point, I had already embraced this path. So living the path of living in the path of engineering wouldn't have made sense to me. So there was I would be there just, you know, okay, like okay. like would be a vacuum. So I dropped. I remember that day. I just tore up all the um, <laughs> all the documents I had collected to fill up, and I just decided to move on this path. Okay, that's it. Um, let's go over to your books. You say you've written how many books thus far? I've written fourteen, so I'm on the fifteenth one now. Fourteen books. Yes. In the space of how many years? Um, I started writing. As I said, I wrote my first book in 2011, okay. which didn't do well. And so I started writing again in 2017, six years after 2011. So I've been writing since 2017. So 2017 till date, you've written 14 books. Yeah. Okay. It's actually, they're actually small. That's true. <laughs> they're small to um, okay, for the kind of level you're, you're you're wanting to attain. I think it's small, but right. to some persons, yeah, it's a big, it's thing, a big right? thing, like very very big thing. Okay. okay. Let's talk about your last book. Okay. Yeah. Before this one, you're writing now. Let's talk about your last book. What's it called? It's called Bank Alert bank a lot how you can take what it is that you are um you're knowledgeable about and you can turn it into an online course that you can make money that's oh wow last book. yeah wow so wow. before that was your book we sell then bank a lot i've not written anyone i'm i've not published anyone but the scripts are getting ready okay but i'm not so I'm, I'm, i want to publish like two before the end of the year okay because right now because of so many things i'm doing right now um, a lot of people to deal with and other things so um if I do four books, four printed books, yeah, I think it's a great feat for me. So okay. I haven't published anyone yet this year, uh, but the scripts are getting ready. I'm writing a book on marriage, 
oh. writing, I'm writing a book on my journey. How I was able to leave um, engineering. Engineering to. I would love to read that one though. Right now, it's called Dear Boss, I Quit. So. Oh yeah. wow. So, but it's still the, cho- the, the choice of the, the choice of the of choice of title. Yeah. I think it matters though. Yeah. For me, um, the choice of titles matter a lot because if I were to become a very very um, influential person. Yeah. Let me use that word. I have millions of followers. But you're, you're influential though. I'm influential. I know influence is in levels. Okay. But I'm, I'm talking in terms of numerical analysis here. Okay. Let me say um, I'm influential and I have like 5 million followers. The title of my book may not really matter, matter so much. Matter, yeah. But I'm not yet there. So I'm, I write titles that will make people to pause and take a look at what the title is all about. You get That's why I write the titles that I write. So that my titles, I want my titles to be intriguing. I want them to raise curiosity. I want people to like, hmm, okay, what the heck is that guy talking about? Or they see my title and they know that this is book. This book is for them. You get what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I do my titles like that. Okay, before we talk about um, the last book, Bank Alert, yeah, let's talk about um, your book itself. What inspired that book? Well, what inspired the book is because um, I see a lot of authors who had my story of bringing out the book. The first title, the title of my first book was The Profound Life. Can you imagine? Very, <laughs> very banal. I mean, who the heck are you to come out new the first profound, time author? Profound, yeah. Which profound life? Which why? Okay, I, th- I think that's why it did not sell. Ah, so that's what I'm telling you. Okay. Who? Would no, you I'm, would you I'm rewrite that particular book? I could rewrite it because a lot of individuals are still asking me. Okay, what about the book? I could I could go back to that book and check out the child. The, the books. They I have two copies left on my shelf, so I could I could rewrite the book. Uh, but I've not really thought about it yet. Okay, so I think I, you should. I may rewrite it and relaunch it with a new name. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, so maybe change the chapters, rewrite it. But I'm thinking the best way to write it could be when i have a lot more followers followers you know, that's okay. what i'm thinking so but for now what i'm doing i'm writing books that are processed books what i mean processed books are you open the book you see what i've lined out there you can take the the um you take the steps that i've written in the book and then you can get an identifiable result so speaking about uh, your book will sell um yeah. they are they are living in my they are living the story of my past you get what i mean so they bring yeah. out a book and the book is not selling and um, when I began to travel around and was I was started mingling with authors and writers, it was particularly that problem that they were expressing. I have written the book, but the book is not selling. I've written the book, but the book. I said, okay, to myself, there's a problem here that needs to have a solution. solution. What should it be? That was how I came up with. And so, by the time I had done my book in 2017, and I made three millionaire, I said, okay, there could be something that somebody can learn from me. And I decided for a period of 18, 15 days to write one strategy per day that authors can utilize to be able to market their books. And it had an amazing response. People were commenting, people were sharing their ideas. I was like, oh, cool, that's cool. So after 15 days, I put down everything. And then I decided to put a fee on it. And I put 5,000 and 75 people paid. Wow. The same thing that I, was to, I had taught for free, 75 people paid for it. I increased the fee the next time to 15,000. I had 45 people pay for it. I was like, okay, there's a good mind here. So that was how I took everything that I had written and I put it in the form of a book. And I'm, I'm about to review the book again because I have learned certain things. I published yeah. that book in 2020, but by now I've gotten more revelations, more, yeah. more, more, more strategies. So I'm going to be reviewing the book. And so there will be I, a, a only second edition that, about it. Yeah, okay. my only fear is that the book may be now be more, you know, more voluminous than how it is right It still now. doesn't matter so, though. Uh, I just pray, you know, so I'm going to be reviewing the book, um, rejigging it and putting okay. more things that I've learned. But how am I, how do I want to do that? 
So um, this this is something I share. I share now. Maybe somebody who's listening can use it. So I may not sit down, and then I start to start to read the book and start reviewing it. So I decided on something that starting from the month of August, individuals who buy copies of my book will have access to sixty days of emails. Okay. Where I'll be sharing with them strategies every day for sixty days. That's, so that, that's like a free. That should I call it a giveaway? That's a giveaway okay. for people who buy right in this month of July. Now, how am I going to do that? For sixty days, I will go back to my academy that I had before, and I'll be listening to all the videos in the academy one by one. I have like for something videos in the academy, each one of them about one hour each, and then I'll be listening to all the videos, and I'm going to be extracting the strategies that I shared in that academy, and then I'll be sending them as emails, polish them, and send them as emails. In addition to the posts that I've made on social media, social media. Um, in 2020, from 2020 to 2020. Okay, so you're going to go back to your archive of. Posts. I'm going back to my archive of my posts. Okay. And then from January 2020, when I started talking about your book we sell, your book we sell, every post that I had done, I would take them out, polish them again, and send them as an email. All right. So when I send them as an email, I now copy it out and put it out somewhere in the folder. So when I'm done, I'll now check out, take out all those 60 days. And then I'll be go back to the book and I'll see where I will have to start to do some changes here and there. Okay. Make them in a logical, sequential, beautiful manner and relaunch it back as um, a second edition. A second edition of the book. Okay. Um before I before I forget this one, um how did you make three million? Okay. In three months. So the thing how I made the three million in three months, there are a couple of strategies that I actually use like, but okay. the key strategy that helped me was I raised the launch team. Okay. So I had a launch team of individuals, put them together in a Facebook group and give them tasks. Majority of the tasks were to tell people that the book was coming out. Okay. And That's so before created, the book even Before dropped. the book even came out. Okay. We were in a group for one month and then they were sharing. I was giving them tasks, you know, the reviews, social media posts, Twitter tons, a lot of things that we're doing, right? Based on the tasks that I dropped for, for, on a daily basis. And... As people were buying, people were like, oh, this book, it was called Addicted to Writing, actually. Okay. Um, what's that, 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 that? People were buying like that, like that, like that. That was how wow. I was able to make that happen. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, next question is, the book, um, your book will sell. Can you give us a, a synopsis of the entire book? Synopsis of the entire book is very simple. If you want your book to, to sell, sell <laughs> get the book. Okay. You know, so the, the, the synopsis of the book is actually in the subtitle of the book. Okay. What to do to make your published book sell and make lots of money for you. That's what it is. Okay. That's the synopsis of the book, nothing else. What to do to make your published book to sell and make lots of money for you. And lots of money is actually relative. Someone, lots of money to someone could be 100,000. Okay. Another individual could be $1 million, another individual, so that's what it is. So, the moment you hear loss of money, picture it what loss of money means, it means to you. Okay. And then just utilize, that's what the book is. Okay, for those persons that out there that will, that will be listening to this this podcast now, that, are, that have the mind of writing a book, what are those things you think they should go through first before writing a book? Okay, so um, if you want to write a book, um, I'm not talking in terms of fiction writing. Okay. That's okay. Not my forty. Okay. I'm thinking in terms of non-fiction writing, which is where my strength lies. Right. I've written a book of fiction, and this is not to deride anybody who is interested in writing fiction. novels okay. or fiction. I've written a book of fiction, which is called My Waiting Self. It's a collection of short stories. I don't like long stories. 
I like short stories. So that's the book I wrote on fiction, right? Yeah. So, but for f- non-fiction, the key thing, fundamental thing is what message do you want to share in the book? First thing, what message do you want to share in the book? Second thing, is that message for a big majority or a small minority? There's nothing wrong with that. Get what I mean? Let's right. say, for example, you have a cat and you have you have a message where you can want to share to those who have cats how they can take care of their cats. That's not a big majority, right? It's a small minority. But there's nothing wrong with that because you are creating a book for those who love cats, right? Who have cats. So you need to realize that first, first the knowledge, I mean, the, the message of the book. Second, is that book in the big majority or in the minority, right? Mm-hmm. Then the third thing, is it something that is needed? Is it a problem that people can... Okay. Is so it a solution may, to a problem? Is it, is it a solution to a problem? Okay. So you may love to write about cats and how um, you know, people say um, that you can't even find where cats, where they do, where they poop, right? Okay, yeah, Maybe so. you have discovered where cats poop, right? And right. then you want to write a book about it. But then who cares about, who cares about it, where yeah. cats are pooping? So you may not have a real marketable value, right? So you need to realize, is the market demanding for this? And then you do your research. The research is that has a book been written about this before? Are these really, really problems that people want to buy? And then who has the ability and the willingness to also buy the book? Because you can't write a book and then nobody's willing and able to buy it. They may be willing, but they're not able, remember? So willingness and ability are two different things. They might be able to and not willing. And not willing. So willingness and ability, I like them to go hand in hand, right? So these are the things that you go ahead to write the book. Then while you're writing the book, realize that the marketing of the book starts exactly on the day that you start writing the book. Start communicating about it through your channels, social media, if you've got websites, if you've got podcasts. Communicate. Tell people. Share with them. Blog post. Like that. And then you keep. Keep. Anticip- let people anticipate the launch, of the, launch of the book. Right? And then when the book comes out... Okay, so you're, you're trying to say that those persons that just uh, write the book straight on and not talk about it that's the problem most of them have okay except you are very very influential that you have hidden the book from many people and then the book comes hey! <laughs> and then people want to buy okay. but if you're not like there yet please share your journey even somebody like obama was sharing his journey about the book he was writing right on becoming yeah the wife was also sharing about sharing, the yeah, book too. right she, she, she has a podcast even yeah. with all their influence they were sharing the journey but you see some individuals they don't talk they don't say anything they wait for the book to come out, expecting people to rush. To no, no, no. Except that book is a book that is really solving a problem that is very painful for people to... Like if you've written a book, how to convert Naira from <laughs> from 500 Naira to a dollar to 1 Naira to a dollar. Oh, boy, we'll go rush up. True. You get what I mean? Yeah. Eh, so, but it's not you're, not... you're not writing that kind of a book. So you need to start to share your journey, right? So that people can um, move with you along the way, enjoy the journey with you, anticipate the launch of the book, when the book comes out, it becomes, you know, not that it may become a very hot cake, but at least they've created some form of a thrill that will make individuals want to go get the book. Okay, let's move over to your last book. What inspired a particular one? I think I've not asked it. Yeah, so um, when it comes to um, bank a lot, you know, online courses, right? Um, so you can create an online course that you can sell over and over yes. again, right? You can sell over and over again. Um, why I talk about online courses is the fact that um, it frees you of your time. Okay. Is It's like people come to you, they keep asking. When you start becoming knowledgeable and you're sharing your knowledge with people, right? 
people will start asking you questions and all that you know and then you find yourself you keep repeating you keep engaging people you don't have the luxury of time when your influence starts to grow right okay and so because you want to cut down having an online co- online course is a system that can help you to be able to bless many people at the same time but your time is not there let's take for example the academy that i have that is called your book sell right i assembled 40 trade i mean 25 traders they came and they trained that particular thing is there i don't need to do it again again, and again. Right. so i will say okay guys now we have opened the academy we are selling it for fifteen thousand naira. Jumping right now. Same thing. I can do it again next year, guys. Now it's twenty k. Jumping right now. One thing, but multiple times. Yeah. So and the anymore. online course becomes an embodiment of your knowledge, your specialty, your expertise, and you can resell over and over again, thousands of times, without you needing to recreate it again. So Bank of Lat is all about helping yeah, people. Can, yes. Yeah. The steps that you can utilize to be able to take that thing you know irrespective of what it is that you're doing whether you are selling coffins or whether you are <laughs> a medical doctor okay. or whatever anything right um a friend of mine wrote a post the other day he said um he wrote an email for those who are in real estate okay. if i know those who are in real estate, sometimes six months you have not sold one property how do you survive so he said one way that you can survive is to have an online course that even when you're not selling properties and estates you can sell your online course based on your learnings based on your expertise and then you can be making money even before you sell another property all right so um that's what it is for me basically that's the leverage that it gives you and there are so many benefits when it comes to online courses benefits that it can benefit you somebody can undergo your online course and invite you to come to trade yeah. somebody can undergo your online course and invite you to come to speak many things there's so many things freedom time leverage a whole lot okay. and so that's, so, that's um, the essence your next book that's coming up yeah. Right. When are we expecting it? Well, the next book I'm writing right now is Marriage Will Not Make You Happy. Oh. That's the title of the what? book, actually. Your, cho- your choice of title. <laughs> your choice of title. Really? So, actually, Marriage Will Not Make You Happy. Why? <laughs> Find out in the book. <laughs> well, Marriage Will Not Make You Happy. You're telling because... the young man Marriage Will Not Make Him Happy. Because a lot of individuals think that when they run into marriage, okay. then they'll be happy. Your wife doesn't need to make you happy. Your wife is not the ingredient that should make you happy. Make you happy. Right. You get what I mean? Yeah. That's not. That's not the. Um, you have to be. You have to be independent of yourself before you even think of yoking with someone else. Okay. Your your happiness is not as a function of your wife or your husband. You need to realize that. Yes, they are also an ingredient because if you, if I if I'm doing all this thing I'm doing now in my life. And I go home yeah. and I see a wife. Hey, where did you go to? Hey, who was that lady I saw you with? Ah, I saw you holding a lady on, on social media. Who is that girl and all that kind of stuff? Then my happiness may have an issue. So my wife is also a factor. But I'm not happy because it's my wife. I'm not, I'm, it's a choice that I have. To okay. You, you, you're saying it should come from within first? Comes from within. A lot of individuals are dependent on other individuals for their own happiness. Okay. And then there are so many things, so many myths about marriage and all this. So... I'm not sharing. It's not a book of do's and don'ts like people. I'm, I'm sharing. Okay. For me, my book is a sharing of my my own experience, my own so can learn from my experience, my own ideology. Maybe can better their own lives and their own marriage, right? Yeah. And that's fine. You get what I mean? Okay. So, uh, so like, when are we expecting? Like, it? like, like uh, hopefully before the end of the year. I've not really given it a date. Okay. But hopefully before the end of the year, we should we should be able to release that, right? So, um. Like this, and people say behind behind every 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 successful man is a, wife, a woman. My wife be at the <laughs> Why should 
Why should she be? Why should she be behind? <laughs> How? Why? So you don't you don't conform to I that thing? I don't believe all that shit. That's oh, wow. That's not my belief. That's not. And then the woman I married can look at me eyeball to eyeball and tell me, Emeka, hey, you fuck up for this one. <laughs> Sorry for the use of the language. But right. that's what it is. And I like my wife for like that. But there are men, they, 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 they find it intimidating that the woman looks at them eyeball to eyeball. Why? <laughs> She's not a human being. Got brains like you. Right. I come into my house and my wife is, is, is cowering under the couch for what? Say everything happened. I mean, why? Okay, so all these are embedded in your new That's book. the things. And then there's also another one that we tickle people. If you're a lady and you you like a guy, why can't you walk up to the guy and tell the guy? It's I'm not African mentality, man. Oh, that's African mentality. <laughs> Am I dealing with African mentality? That's not what I'm dealing about. Okay. Then you die because you die in that shame that the guy you couldn't even walk up to the guy to go and tell him that you love him. You get there are so many guys who have gotten married to ladies who even watched, walked up to them and tell, told them that they love them or they like them. The the problem there is the same thing I share when it comes to you being able to um, push out certain things yes and no are are two sides of a coin but it's a coin nevertheless yeah. right so even in my business that i'm doing i meet people and the answer is yes or no so why should i feel so bad when they tell you that no. a guy turned me down or a girl turned me down is a yes or no isn't you move on man yeah there's a form of pain yeah, which sure. we deal with when it has to do with processing your pain but life is about yes and no does it make sense yeah no. uh-huh. so a girl will tell me, um, I don't want to feel like as if I'm a hustler or I don't want to feel like he will tell me no. What of you? Have you told a guy no before? <laughs> How did the guy feel? I mean, he's not a human being. You've told the guy no before, Nabi. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. So, how did he feel? Still the rejection. Okay. Um, so, before before we go, before we go, I went through your posts on Facebook, yeah, to be precise. Um, you sold most of your wife's book in the space of hours, how yeah, did wife, you do that? My wife had um, we had two hundred thousand in one in uh, twenty four hours. Wow. Yeah. So there are a lot of things that make a business to sell to make something to sell, which is what a lot of authors have not come to find out. Many of them are too polished. Many of them are too prim and proper, expecting that people will buy their book because they are reading out the knowledge that people will get. Okay. That necessarily doesn't sell a book. Are, so you don't have to be all uptight and man they are not they, i mean i was discussing with a guy today right um he called me actually because he saw one of the things i wrote on, on social media he said i said something about having a tour where um as, a, as an author yeah. right i travel around to let's say 10 states with the photographer following me my hotels we're not flying we'll, we'll road we'll, trip road trip okay so i get somewhere i come down we can enter the bush we take we take pictures and all that. I can even better the road trip by carrying two of my friends around, maybe a girl and a guy, you know, and then we go on the road trip. They become part of the phone and everything. Instead of me alone, right? We sleep in hotels, wake up, we move on the road again to the next location and all that. I said to the guy, I said, people were like, hey, this is a nice idea, but we writers, writers are too, authors are too. And I'm like, that is the problem with a lot of authors. They are too prim and proper. They feel that this knowledge that will will help them which is okay but let's look at the contemporary generation that we are in right now there is a mix that is happening they complain that those who are doing comedy the taomas yeah. the the um name them right the um what's their name if you mention their name they are there on, on social media on, social media, on instagram right? they're the ones getting the awards 
They're the ones getting the brand endorsement. They're the ones being carried around. I'm like, you guys are here angry because you feel that what they are sharing is not as knowledgeable as what That's you're what sharing. You share, yeah. But consider the element in what they are doing. The element is the element of humor. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sure. Humor and exhibitionism in the sense that look at somebody like RMD. Look at his dressing. Look at yeah. his dapper lifestyle. <laughs> right? Yeah, sure. You become endeared to the guy. How many authors are like that? And if you, if you write a book today, everybody will want How many authors are like that? Like, that's true. So why can't we blend in a mix of that? That's why when you see me on social media, I'm humorous. Yeah, sure. Like yesterday, I said, I said something. I said, um, people who kiss with their eyes open are not and... to be trusted. <laughs> Come and see phone. People are just catching phone on my timeline. You yeah. know? Because they knew. Nobody came there and said, Emeka, you're an idiot. And all that. Hey, no, 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 no. They were just catching phone. People are like, that's true. How can you kiss with your eyes open? But you find some of my author friends, they're, not, they're like... And why, why, how, why should I share, share that kind of stuff? Can yeah. I, why should I? Why can I say that kind of a thing? I'm like, guy, how? Loosen up, man. You get what I mean? Loosen okay. up. Be free. Let people see the human side of you. All right. So I tell them, let us blend exhibitionism. Let us blend a show of um, the dapper lifestyle. Let's say. I, so I was telling the guy on on the phone today. I said to him, I don't need to break the bank to be able to show some sides of that. Yeah. I can afford to like spend let's say fifty thousand naira or hundred thousand naira on new sets of clothes and maybe spend five hundred thousand naira or one million naira that i've made on that road trip and all i'm doing is to attend at get the attention of the okay, media yeah draw the attention people say ah this guy in a while do you know for that road trip many things i'm going to do that i'm not accustomed to doing i can buy chains I can buy, you know, those kind of things. I can even afford to do fake tattoo on my body. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. And then I can even do something holding my book and I'm like, thugs do read. Yeah, yeah. Something like kind of, that kind of theme. You yeah. get what I mean? Thugs do read. I'm like, okay, oh, 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 wow. So there's a blend. A blend. You get what I mean? So, yeah. um, so if you see guys that are just prim and proper and all that, no, no, break. Break, break what was the question you asked again fire went on you sell <laughs> yeah, okay, you sold, so, yeah yeah so i'm saying that there are so many things that make a book to sell yeah which many of them need to find out so and there are so if you there are so many factors so which are divided into internal factors and external factors so external fact internal factors the book is great you have to write a great book and all that but external factors who are your assets so to me my wife i'm an asset to her because i depended she depended on my influence to be able to sell her book. And there's nothing absolutely wrong with it. Yeah, there's nothing. Because right now, I'm activating that part for my own business. I'm I'm reaching out to influencers on social media, those who have great engagement, those who have great followers, mention their name, Niger Branch, you can rest them. And I'm penning them down for the month of August. I even act- activated one some days ago. I yeah. paid him some money. Right? I don't want to mention his name. He's going to write a post about me. And we are, I, 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 I with my marketing, um, marketing ideas, I've been able to create a form of post that will make it not look salesy. Yeah. At the same time, I'm selling. Okay. So the guy is just to get the post, tweak it a bit in his own language and put it out. And people start following me. You get what I mean? So that's how to also tap into influence to be able to sell your book, right? So my wife also depended on my own influence. Because then we packed in um, strategies. I mean, we packed in um, um, bonuses. Okay. Freebies. And people. So you get this book. You get so many people are buying the book not because of the book itself, okay, but because of the free attached, are attached, the trainings and other extras that are attached. But mark my word, when they are reading the book, that it was the same thing when I wrote my fiction book. People are like, who will buy fiction? 
So I brought in bonuses. People are buying the book because of the bonuses. And then they get the book, they flip the first page. Ah, they get hooked. Okay. They read and read and read, though, they get to the final, <laughs> final story. You get what I mean? So the bonuses were working, and then I put in a deadline. So I said, if you don't get this in 24 hours, you miss the bonuses. If you don't get it, uh, so human beings are moved by deadlines. If not, they will not be there. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. So people are, that was how people were buying. And then even the next day, I bettered the offer again. I said to them, if you buy a um, custard bucket of my wife's products, then I'm going to offer you free 30-minute consultation that is worth 30,000 there. 30-minute consultation that is worth 30,000 there. So you watch it. If I buy a custard of 5,000 there, this guy is going to give me. And then in addition to all those other all things. things yeah. So people are buying. A woman bought from UK three buckets from, for, her, for her family. You get the thing. Yeah. So much more money for my wife. And the books are also, also getting said. out. You get what I mean? So yeah. we made... By today, we should be, I believe that we should get to 400,000 there. On so, that 48 on hours? Yes. Wow. I believe. Because wow. I also... Uh, we, but then you have to keep sharing. You have to keep putting it out. You know, people just share and relax. I see people who tell me, eh, my book is not selling. How many posts have you made? Only one. Only eh. one. <laughs> hey, say you be who now? I mean, who are you? Are you... Are you... Are you... Uh, Davido? No. Are you Don Jazzy? How many followers do you have on social media? <laughs> and you only one post. Say, wait, hey, the book is good. Who told you? Do you have any good books around that people are not, are not buying? You have to show forth that the book is great. So every day, you've got to communicate it. You have to show the benefits. Give them angles and all those kind of things. Like I was in a worry. How many people do that for their books? I took a, I brought a girl all the way from Onisha. Paid for her to stay in a hotel. No worry. And we enacted a romantic scene to sell my book. Why? What they think is only showing the picture of your book. Many, <laughs> many of them just show picture. Uh, the book. Uh, no. Show different angles. I, showed my, to different I took people. pictures of myself in the toilet. I pulled down my, my trouser to en- enact the fact that you can stay in the toilet to read, read the book. Yeah. But which book should you be reading? My book. So we went all the way to a wedding. We went to a field and we were there. We were taking different shots. What do you think I'm doing? Two things. To sell my books and thirdly, to create conversations. Because I know what makes people to talk. Yeah. One is romance, love. <laughs> Secondly, is church. Just talk oh, about church. Oh, oh. All right, what I'm saying. Okay, look at the one that is spread. It's, it's everywhere now. Uh, post, church, yeah. church, sack. Just write it. Just one post. Write it. Oh, Yedepo is not a good guy. They will file out. I mean, you find friends who have not been commenting your post. They will file out like ants and hold you down. So I know what most people... So one is romance, love, politics, and religion. These are the themes. So if I enact those themes, right, into the things that I share, conversations will start happening and sales may happen. People like, who is this guy? Who be this guy? Who him be? And then people are like, when people have issues with their own book marketing, they say, hey, I, make a, I make a guy, sir, if he can. Subconsciously, they remember me. Yeah. Without even buying my product. They remember me. And they refer people to me. They, that guy is good when it comes to marketing. Right? And that's how it is. And this, that's exactly why I do what I do. Okay. Um, talking about um, why you do what you do. Why did you choose to do what you do? <laughs> I think that would be the final question for today. <laughs> you, so, you, 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 you ended in, in, in the right way for me. That would be the last Alright, so for me, when it comes to the things that I do, I like four things. Okay. Right? Or oh, three things actually. Fame, impact, okay. and money. These are okay, why things. not impact first before fame? Fame. Yeah. If you become famous, 
it impinges upon your impact, isn't okay. it? Okay. That's the truth. Okay, so, so that, fame impact the money. That's These why you things do what you must do. go hand in hand. That's how I do what I. That's why I do what I do. Okay. Get what I mean? Yeah, so, sure. Basically, for me, so fame impact the money. I believe so many persons out there that are listening are really, really, really grateful for this particular episode. So, so many persons out there listening now who also want to reach out to you. How do they get to you? Yeah, I'm, I'm available on social media, Nobizemeka, particularly on um, Instagram. Okay. Then if you want to get to me on WhatsApp, my WhatsApp is free, right? So, I know people from outside of Nigeria are also listening. So, okay. plus, plus 234-902-515-3322. Plus two three four nine zero two five one five three three two two. So, if you want to reach out to me across on WhatsApp, fine. Um, if you want to get on my website, themekanobis.com, it's there. If you want to check me out on Instagram, nobisemeka at nobisemeka. Okay. On and Facebook, emekanobis. My on Facebook, emekanobis. Once you get there, you see a guy with a heart. You know, so <laughs> that's that's like a signature, though. Yeah, that's a signature. That people don't understand that to be able to do these things, their intentionality is packed in, which is one of the things I'm teaching in the webinar. On all through this July, now I've been running webinars. I've done two webinars, one webinar each Saturday okay. at 12 noon. So um, one of the things that people don't know that can sell them is their own personal brand. Okay. And personal branding comes with symbolisms and an ideology. Check it. Symbolisms and ideologies. Let's use churches as an example, right? When you go to Mountain of Fire, what are symbolisms? Shaking of head in prayer. <laughs> When you go to Lazarus Morka, yeah. what do you see as symbolism? Wearing a vest. vest yeah. When you go to um, Creston Bassi, what do you see? Pen of hair <laughs> and fine, fine clothes. Abi? Yeah, sure. When you go to Winner's Chapel, what do you see? Pastors wearing suits yeah. to peach. And Papa is wearing white and red tie. Symbolism. Because <laughs> there's nowhere you see Papa now, you don't know this Papa. Yeah. So symbolisms are part of you growing your brand. We can check out banks also, they have symbolisms. Yeah. Have you noticed it? They have symbolisms. They have logos. They have expressions that the make way, them. The, yeah, even the way they dress. Even the way they dress. Let's look at let's look at um, some of the comedians we know and their expressions and the symbolisms. Look at somebody like Brother Shaggy. He doesn't wear shirt. He's wear a guy. Yeah. Everybody knows him like he wear a guy. Most of his ad- adverts, he has no shirt on. It's a symbolism, right? Look at them. Look at um, this other guy, uh, the one that freaky freaky. Everybody knows him like freaky freaky, right? It's a symbolism. The moment he starts to move away from freaky freaky and all those kind of things, people will start adapting though, but it will take some you time. You take time, man. So people know them based on those expressions and symbolisms. One, when I loved what symbolism could do was when Emeka Ihodioha was running for the governorship of Imo State. A big signboard was erected at the boundary bef- between Imo State and River State. Okay. Do you know what was on the billboard? Not a name, not his name. They put a picture of that green cap that he was wearing and said who the cap fits. Simple. Wow. You don't need anybody to tell you that that's a mechanical that we're talking about. Abi? Yeah. Those are symbolism. So I have decided, okay, I want to be the dawn. This is my name. Yeah. There are symbolisms I have to do with the with dome. dome. Yeah. Kuban cigar is an example, but with I don't dome. want to do <laughs> Kuban cigar because it's not in alignment with my message. So what else? A cap. That's I don't true. really like wearing caps, but I had to start fixing myself in the minds of individuals subconsciously. And bros, trust me, people have been calling me that. Wow. I get into places. I had it done. I went to a wedding. All right. I wasn't even speaking at TEDx in a wedding. I entered the hall. 
people they recognize me. Wow. You get what I mean? So it's part of, I may not be the millionaire because even there, one other guy was there, Max Mancini, which everybody knows as Jim Mac. He was yeah. there. But people would realize, on the stage there, the people, ah, I make a nobis, aka the don't, don't. <laughs> is with us right here. Yeah. Can you stand up for recognition? And I stood up. People, yeah, the guy. You get. Yeah. So subconsciously, I've passed that message across to them to call me that. And it has an impact on the ways that I do the things that I do. Do you understand? So yeah. it's part of the things I'll be teaching during the webinar. Um, you, you have know, another webinar can, coming up now? Yeah. Have Saturday. Saturday. Okay. And then the last Saturday of the month. So it's part of building brands. You need to understand that. You know, look at Okonji Iwala. Look at, uh, look at what, what does she wear? Look That's at um, was was this woman that wore yeah Konji one that signature signature yes no. look at all of look at them is a question That's true. you know look at the people like Otedola they are symbolisms <laughs> that you know so those are part of it That's why. okay okay thank you so much sir for for should I even, I don't even know how to put it thank you just thank you thank you thank you for agreeing to be with me on this episode I'm so much grateful to to all those listening I say thank you so much for listening thus far. And as normal, I go by the name Kisi, K-I-S-I, and another I. I'd like him to make his introduction again, more like a signing-off note, and also his social media <laughs> handles too. Okay, so thank you very much. As I said, I'm a writer, and I'm a public speaker. I am a consultant, and I'm the CEO of Short Consulting. So, um, to get me on social media, as I said, on Instagram, you can get me as Nobis Emeka. Um, my WhatsApp, hand, WhatsApp uh, number is plus 234-9025. 3322, right? Um, plus 234-9025-153322. Okay. So you can get me up on any of those. Send me a message. I reply. Um, if you want to check out on the Brother Sense, um, is my website. So check it out. And thank yep, you so that's much. It. So thank you for having me on this podcast show. Thank you, um, Sean. Thank God you. bless all of you, the listeners, and hope you that you go to practice what we've learned and blow. <laughs> I like the word blow. Everybody's got look. Okay, with that, I think we'll be ending this episode for today. No, I don't think we're ending this episode for today. Do not forget, you can hit me up on all social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and on Twitter. I am Kinky C. But on Instagram, there's an underscore before Kinky C. So you get K I N G underscore K I S I I. Do take care of yourself and see you on the next episode. Ciao, ciao.